Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they get ready to take the field and jump into a big game this week. All of them are big, let's be honest. I'll put it out there. Uh, But uh, after a big win last week against the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, The Rowlett Eagles have a big one on the road, taking on the Plano Wildcats. And this is the pregame show being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. For all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, gutting, siding, water damage, whatever the case may be, come in contact with my buddy, Butch Wesson, at 214-200-5588, and he will get you squared away. That having been said, the Rowlett Eagles, they are 1-0. The Plano Wildcats, a little bit different situation with them as they get set to take on the Rowlett Eagles as they have won two in a row. They're 2-0. This game is being played at John Clark Stadium. So the Eagles uh, not getting the confines of a home field or a neutral field like they played last week in the Cotton Bowl Stadium. So, but... Really, when you think about the game last week as your Rowlett Eagles got the victory in a huge way against the Rockwell Yellow Jackets at uh, the uh, Cotton Bowl Stadium, uh, that victory was really kind of one of those, you know, what a difference a week makes kind of thing. As your Rowlett Eagles got off to a very bad start, at home against the Louisville Fighting Farmers. Took the loss 27-10 in that one. However, last week get the big victory on the neutral field, Cotton Bowl Stadium, big time atmosphere, a 48-41 victory in that game. Now, we're not going to sit here and say it was a perfect performance. But what we're going to say, and what I'm going to say as the Performance out on the football field between week number one to week number two, day and night. Team looked better. Quarterback looked better. Running backs are, you know, were scatting and getting the open holes. Wide receivers finding themselves open. Defense making big, 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 did I mention big? Big, solid plays out on the football field. And so... When those whole thing, when that whole thing just squares up, and you look at that game, and we're gonna talk about that when I bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, those all added up to a fine performance out on the football field for your Eagles, to where they looked competitive. 
If you take a look at the game against Louisville, they didn't look competitive, folks. Let's just be honest. We'll put it out there. They just looked 100% better at all phases of the game, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams. And that's what this team needed to do. They needed to rock their own world. They needed to get up under a bad loss and find a way to get the 500 quick. We talked about it in the pregame show last week. And I made the statement, the Eagles need to get the 500 as soon as possible. And th that was next week against the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. And they did a fantastic job. So as you got the opportunity, or if you made your way out there, like Butch Wesson, he goes to every single one of these games, you know, the fine sponsor here of this pregame show with Wesson General Contractors. It was right there on the 50-yard line, giving the, you know, the big support to the local team right there in Rowlett, the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. And a big time, by the way, and I want to put this out there, thank you for the listeners. And I, I'll say this because sometimes during week number one, week number two, even sometimes the three or four, we don't get the listenership until later on in the season. It usually picks up when they start playing right there in their own district. It started off immediately last week, uh, in week number one, 7,800 live listens. It's week number two, 8,500 live listens. So in two weeks, we've had over 15,000 live listens to the Rowland Eagles varsity football team. And all I can say is, first of all, thank you. Second of all, uh, thanks for the patience because the internet popped right on off while we were in there. We went to backup, took us a minute to realize we were off uh, as the internet cut down. And then we went right to our second win. We were not able to gain internet access for the rest of the game as far as being able to have our voices that way. So we went to back up and went to the phones and did the job. Uh, not Didn't sound, sound as great as far as the uh, quality of the voice and the sound, but it got the job done. So, so first of all, thanks for all the listens. Second of all, thanks for the patience through the breakdown. Unfortunately, we get that when we go to these stadiums because some of them, even Cotton Bowl Stadium, you think they'd be up to snuff and ready to rock and roll. Uh, this was their first thing that they did this year. So we were, we're kind of like the experiment on what they're going to do getting set for the Red River rivalry that's going to be coming up here in just a few weeks. So... They kind of set that up so kind of give it a test run with everybody that comes in, whether it be radio, TV, broadcast, they do all of it. So it's a good test run for them and a good place for the Rowlett Eagles to get the experience and the uh, excitement of what it is like to be in a storied stadium that Cotton Bowl Stadium is, obviously with all the years with the Cotton Bowl there, obviously there with the Dallas Cowboys that have been there, obviously with the Red River rivalry, obviously with the Cotton Bowl in general. It, you know, it, everything that surrounds it makes this game that happened last week against the Rockwell Yellow Jackets the big, big, big story. And and Cotton Bowl story is a story within itself. Then add on uh, two quality football teams and an over the bridge rivalry that. 
the Rowlett Eagles have gotten back into because the four years before this last two years with the Rockwell Yellow Jackets at Cotton Bowl Stadium, the Rowlett Eagles lost. So the Rowlett Eagles turning that rivalry around um, sometime, you know, a couple of years they were in the same district. Not anymore. The, the two years before that they were, two years after that they weren't, and now we're not in the second. So, uh, exciting stuff. And, and I love that Rockwall game because it brings out the excitement of the game. It brings out the excitement of Rowlett Eagles varsity football. And there's nothing more that can be said about the excitement of high school football underneath the lights too i mean friday night lights at cotton bowl stadium does it get any better than that i don't think it does and especially for texas high school football i mean and you can look at the stadiums you can go out to the allen stadium you can go out to the new one that's headed up north over in mckinney uh, and you know all those areas that got those new stadiums uh there's still nothing like getting out on the football field at Cotton Bowl Stadium and the um, Lakeview Centennial Patriots they got that opportunity as well as they took on the North Mesquite Stallions last week is there but if you remember the whole situation from last year as far as the Rowlett Eagles were concerned as they took on this same Rockwall Yellow Jackets football team I mean, we can be excited about this year with a 48-41 victory. Um, and all you got to do is go back to another close game last year as the Eagles beat them only by two points, 34-32. So close games at Cotton Bowl Stadium and the Rock Rockwell Yellow Jackets and the Rowlett Eagles rivalry continues and hopefully they'll continue that next year and we'll be back out at Cotton Bowl in week number two or week number three to bring you that action from an exciting place obviously being Cotton Bowl Stadium so we got a good show planned up for you in this hour, hour and a half, wherever, how long it takes we're going to bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna toward the end of the show as we're going to recap last week's game as well as look at this week's game with both of us getting together. This first part, we're just going to do a lot of covering of what we have seen here uh, in week number one and week number two as well as look at some of the numbers and stats and hear some of the great action that happened out on the football field last week as your Rowlett Eagles were over at Cotton Bowl Stadium. But this week, a uh, big week. Every week is big. I'll put it out there. It's one of those things. But the Rowlett Eagles take on the Plano Wildcats. Now, last year, the Rowlett Eagles kind of had their way with this football team as the Eagles got their victory 31-7 to against the Wildcats. But that game was at uh, HBJ Stadium. So, a little bit different now. The Eagles are on the road. They are going to Jack Clark Stadium for this one. Uh, mark that, John Clark Stadium for this one here on Friday. So, uh, Eagles on the road. So, that means we got to get everybody excited about going out there. Okay, guys, pick up. It, it, Plano is not that far. Let's get a good band, a big group of uh, Rowlett Eagles fans to head out to this one. Couple reasons why. Number one, your Rowlett Eagles look to go over 500, try to improve to two and one out on the season. That is good. 
second of all we want to see the improvements of this football team as we saw from week one to week two we'll talk about that in a minute we'll see some more hopefully more improvements this week as well number three and my quite possibly might be the best reason the weather is going to be outstanding. It's not going to be hot. It'll be dark. It'll be cool. This one's going to be a good one to enjoy because of the weather. So you got the combination of all of that and the weather. So the and and it was nice at Cotton Bowl Stadium that to catch that game. First of all, the game went off a little bit later, and second of all, it was nice and cool. A very very comfortable night to catch some high school football under Friday Night Lights. Same thing happening here this week as well. So watch out for that. So the Rowlett Eagles uh, all set and ready to go in this one as the Eagles, you know, really had their way with the Plano Wildcats last year uh, in the game as we saw a team getting used to not having a Logan Bonner in their lineup week in and week out. That's number one. Number two, we got a situation where the the new young quarterback and Preston Weeks, along with Garrett Hermes, were doing the job. Garrett Hermes in the first quarter as it was seven to nothing with the Wildcats on top. Garrett Hermes ripped up the middle for a big time gainer using his legs and then a little bit later on using his arm and getting it over the middle and getting it down the field to Cameron Batash and also you know in that drive we saw a big time play by Hermes getting the ball also out to Dylan Watts for a big time gainer so uh, big time stuff as we went into the second quarter knotted up and then Preston Weeks back in the game with a long pass on the near side of the football field and right in, in putting it right in the hand of uh, Cameron Fatas for the touchdown. Then on the near side to Ladarius Dickens with a big time gainer in the second quarter taking them all the way down to the 25 yard line as they scored up on that one. In the third quarter, the Rowlett Eagles up 17-7. Preston Weeks again on that near side, getting it to Cameron Fatash, using all of his legs to pull it on down to the 10-yard line. So, a big-time game for the Rowlett Eagles as they got that victory against the Plano Wild. They are 2-0 out on the season. Now, granted, these are outside of district games just as much as we're playing them. But it's a good way to get started for this football team. And they're looking to keep perfect in the out-of-district preseason games in reality. So, And same thing with the Eagles. They are looking to get back up on top of it, end up 2-1 and one going into their fourth and final game uh, against Fossil Ridge right there at HBJ Stadium. So that one's going to be another big one as well. So four out-of-district games that are really, really huge. So the Plano Wildcats, they are 2-0. They are looking to improve to 3-0 in this important time of the year for them as they want to try to go undefeated in their out-of-district games. Your Rowlett Eagles looking to improve to 2-1 out on the season. So both of these teams really have a lot riding on this one uh, as the Rowlett Eagles need to continue with that upward swing of positivity going into next week's game when they take on Fossil Ridge. Now, the Plano 
Wildcats, they want to continue being undefeated. They want to go ahead and go 4-0 in their out-of-district games as well. So, um, a lot riding on this game for both of these teams. So, uh, make sure you get an opportunity. Get on out there. You know, it, it is not long. It takes 30 minutes to get over to uh, John Clark Stadium. So, make that effort for all you Rowlett Eagle fans so that the uh, fans know that you're there. Also, before we go into commercial, which is what we're going to do, we're going to hear from Butch Wesson, the Wesson General Contractors. I want to get a shout out to his wife, Kelly, who just uh, uh, got done with the surgery. Um, everything went well, and I want her and I want Butch and everybody to know I've been thinking about them. Um, wanted to go see her, but I also figured I probably wouldn't want people to come to see me at the hospital after I went through that as well. So uh, uh, lots of love and lots of prayers and warm thoughts out coming your way to Kelly Wesson. Of course, she is the lovely wife of Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. So we are going to jump into our uh, sponsors that would be Wesson General Contractors. Again, Kelly, I hope you are feeling better. Get well soon. Hopefully we'll get you back out on the football field watching Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football. So that being said, we're going to hop into our uh, sponsorship of the in commercials here, starting with Butch Wesson here on Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset that take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer field. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Hunter Tree Service and Subgrinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer landscaping services, planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree health. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let him know you heard it on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Ready 
ready for the start. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show. Your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Plano Wildcats as we had a great game last week. If you had the opportunity to get on over to Cotton Bowl Stadium, you got a good one uh, in the books in your pocket. So a fun one to watch, a good one to see how well your team improved from one week to another. Remember, in week number one, your Rowlett Eagles took the loss against the Louisville Fighting Farmers 27-10 to as there were, you know, communication problems, chemistry problems, guys not being where they needed to be, errors everywhere out on the football field. A little bit different when you looked at this victory for the Rowlett Eagles at Cotton Bowl Stadium. Eagles 48, the Yellow Jackets 41. It started off in the first quarter where both defenses did a great job near the end zone. Your Rowlett Eagles getting a big fourth down stop uh, right there on their own two-yard line uh, for the Yellow Jackets to get into the end zone. Then the Yellow Jackets, they came back in that one as well, and they did exactly what the Rowlett Eagles did, stopped them on a big fourth down play. And then it was off to the races, okay, after the first drive, and they felt each other out as far as what they were going to see out on the football field. Then the stores, uh, scores started coming. At the end of the first quarter, it was 7-7. Seven to seven. Then Rockwall got out on this one. Okay, at halftime, it was a big-time game going on as it was 28-21 to 21 in favor of Rockwall going into halftime. But it was the third quarter where the Rowlett Eagles stretched their legs, outscoring the Yellow Jackets 21-7 in that third quarter. And they kept pace with them in the fourth quarter as they tied it up 6-6. So those two extra touchdowns in the third quarter helped the Rowlett Eagles get up over the hump and get the victory. As the Eagles, if you take a look at the uh, numbers as a whole, 68 plays for both sides of the field, okay, for the Rowlett Eagles and Rockwall Yellow Jackets. So, so we saw a total of 176 plays in this game, okay. Rowlett Eagles only 20 first downs, uh, and if you look at these numbers right here, it looks like Rockwall won as they got 22 for, uh, first downs. Penalties, though, the Rowlett Eagles had seven, Rockwall had six. Penalty yards, Rowlett Eagles had 74, Rockwall 65. But one of those things is the big-time possession. And this number, it when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound like it's big, but it is. The Rowlett Eagles had the ball for 26 minutes and 57 seconds. As on the other side, the Rockwall Yellow Jackets had the ball for 21 um, minutes and 50, uh, 21 minutes and 4 seconds. So 
those numbers when you're looking at these as they get squared away. Raleigh Eagles had more time and got more plays out on the football field. As they came into the third quarter, uh, even our color commentator, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, said it best. I mean, we, we saw the Rockwell Yellow Jackets on the field a lot, and I'm talking about their defense, on the field a lot. Hands on their show, on their waist, and you know, looking like they were grasping for air. So um, that was huge in this game. So looking at the numbers, okay, as your Raleigh Eagles got that victory, Jacob Clark, he was 20 of 34 for 367 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception, with a quarterback rating of 113.2. I mean, big time. I mean, I, you look like I said, when you look at the numbers, you think Rockwell ran all over the Rowlett Eagles. Preston Weeks, just kind of average, really, if you just think about it, because he didn't have to do a lot, as he was 12 of 23 for 191 yards and a touchdown and passing the football. When you looked at where they had their damage, though, was when they were rushing the football. But Rockwall, you know, they just did not seem like they could get off the side when it came to rushing the football. They did have 93 yards rushing the football um, as uh, Jason Smith, one rush, two yards, one rush, two yards for a Danby. Um, uh, Bailey, who's the guy that does most of the running, 17 attempts for 82 yards. He averaged 4.2 uh, yards a game. He finished with a touchdown. So did Dabney and Jake uh, and Jackson Smith rushing the football. So they had three rushing touchdowns. And also Zach Henry, he rushed the ball six times for 17 yards. But the Raleigh Eagles, they did the same thing, but they used different personnel like the quarterback, Preston Weeks. 18 rushes, 93 yards, two touchdowns. Chauncey Amos, 13 rushes, 100 yards, two touchdowns. And then Monte Lang, 13 rushes, 59 yards, and he had a touchdown. So a total of 252 yards on the ground. That number compared to last week, it, 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 it's an explosion of rushing yards that happened. And not only that, five rushing touchdowns for the Raleigh Eagles. Big time on the rushing side of it. Now, receiving on the other side for the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, uh, Jackson Smith, number 11. We were calling this guy's name a lot as he caught the ball 11 times for 263 yards and two touchdowns. Normally, that is a bad recipe for a Raleigh Eagles defense. Um, but the guy that was got you know, the most attention from the defense, guess what? Only six receptions, 66 yards, no touchdown. And that was coming from Creighton, who had over 260 last week and five touchdowns. Uh, and then on the other side, Tally, one catch for six yards. He had a touchdown. So three touchdowns via receiving for the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, and it was uh, Hall with a nice catch. Remember, this young cat is a sophomore. A nice 29-yard touchdown pass in the end zone from uh, 
from Preston Week. So uh, he had a catch for 29 yards. Gilly, six catches, 75 yards. Booker with the catch for 14 yards. Lang with the catch, one yard. And Evans, three catches, 72 yards. So uh, the Rowlett Eagles spreading the ball around, finding out what they have to do uh, in order to get the win. And really, to be honest, when you were looking at the numbers from Rockwald for the first game compared to the Rowlett Eagles, you immediately thought that they were going to go ahead and go to the air. They did, but they found a different receiver but the attention that Smith, on, as far as Rockwell was concerned, didn't get a lot of attention, but he also didn't get into the end zone. So that was the huge thing when you looked at our... Uh, and that was Cameron Clayton who get, gets all the attention, didn't get in the end zone. It did go to Jackson Smith. He only had two touchdowns, though, compared to last week, Creighton's five. So uh, the Rowlett Eagles really, really munstered down on the uh, rushing aspect of the game, not letting Dabney take over because Dabney had a big, big time game in week number one rushing the football. On the other side of your for your Rowlett Eagles, Preston Weeks just coasting along, you know, putting up solid numbers, 94.7 quarterback rating, not the worst in the world, also using his leg. He was a big-time contributor of this game. And not only that, he was very confident in this game, and that's what we need to see from Preston Weeks. So the question is, is can he bounce back after a week? There's no question that he can. So that that is a good thing to know as your Rowlett Eagles move on later on in the season. And again, we're going to talk to the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna about this one uh, as we get set and get ready to talk about the big game that's happening, the Plano Wildcats versus the Rowlett Eagles. Again, over at John Clark Stadium, it's going to be a good one. So we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And when we come back, it's time to talk to the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, and we'll also take a look at the week last week and this week. So hang around and we'll get back to more of the pregame show being brought to you by Western General Contractors of uh, yeah, folks, if you if you need anything done around your house, I'm telling you, I, I, I'll, I'll even give you my, my big time uh, push to get Butch Wesson out there for you. I mean, he will do the job. He will be honest. He'll get the job done correctly and make sure that everything goes as smooth as possible. Give him a call, 214-200-5588. Let's take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. 
There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free, no-obligation consultation. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Mark Hall at Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. We want you to be proud of everything you achieve. That is why Mark Hall will tell you to stop focusing in on the little things and be proud of everything you've achieved up to this moment. Being fit is hard, but you can do it. If you need some help getting started, try our unstoppable fitness formula for free by visiting www.rowettfbbc.com and claim your free trial. Or give Mark a call at 214-888-2844. That's 214-888-2844. At Chang Lee Taekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Taekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special. Two weeks in a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's the pregame show being brought to you by Weston General Contractors for all your general contracting needs. Make sure you come in contact with Butch Weston. And hopefully his wife is feeling better after her surgery. And uh, our minds and our thoughts are out to you, Kelly, as we are uh, getting set for one of your favorite things, which is Rowlett Eagles football. And I got online. The guy that sits usually to the left of me it is the... I'm good, Sonny. How are you? I'm doing good. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the old saying that what a difference a week makes. I mean, and we saw that between week number one and week number two with the Rowland Eagles taking the loss against the Louisville Fighting Farmers and then coming back strong against a strong rock wall, yellow jackets, offensive football team. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that was the same team. I, I wish 
those players from Relic could take off their helmets so we can make sure that they were the same guys from the week before because that was a totally different team that we saw out there this last week. Yeah, and, and I have talked to Coach Stevens because, and I haven't talked about that up until this point of the uh, pregame show. You know, after a performance that we saw week number one with the Fighting Farmers, to come back and have that kind of performance, that tells you that Coach Stevens got his nose dirty and he got into it to find out what was going to be good for him to figure out the offense, figure out the defense, getting set to take on this really, really tough Rockwall Yellow Jackets uh, football team. Obviously, uh, you know, throwing the football was a big, big deal to them in week number one. And the Rowlett Eagles just really had them under control except for Smith. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, you knew if they came back and had a strong game, it started with uh, Coach Stevens. Uh, you know, to, to take what happened in that first game. And, and you know, it's the first game of the season. And, and you know, it, uh, sometimes you just don't know how you're going to come out of those gates. And uh, to be able to make those adjustments and be ready, not even just that they played so well um, in that second game, but against who they played well against. And, uh, yeah. you know, at the, they, they went uh, up against a superior team, uh, taking nothing against Louisville, but uh, Rockwell just so much stronger of a team. And uh, for them to come out and have and um, take advantage of the turnovers and, and, and be ready to play and, uh, you know, dig in deep uh, at, towards the end of the game, uh, you know, it, it just shows, you know, at the, that uh, Coach Stevens and his coaching staff really – buckle down and make sure that they're ready for this week. And what a difference the week week makes is but you know, getting back to Coach Stevens, I mean, he realized they were gonna throw the football. Um, what did what did the defense uh, you know really leave for them in reality? Well, the Rowlett Eagles ran for 252 yards uh, last week. Uh, so, Bill, I mean, it wasn't a, you know, a passing pack that they had set for this football game. They were going to run the football because 12 of 23, 191, and a touchdown. Believe me, that's nothing to write, to ho- write home to mama about. But that rushing yard number, Preston Weeks with 18 rushes, 93 yards, Chauncey Amos with 13 rushes, 100 yards, and both of those guys had two touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, and, and I think with Amos, I think it just he's just growing and growing uh, every week. You know, he got a little bit of playing time as a sophomore last year and uh, behind uh, Kobe Morrow. And, uh, you know, it, uh, they start off with, um, uh, with him on the sideline this year, and uh, he came in yep. the second half of that first game, and, um, and he's just taken charge ever since. Yeah, and taking a look at the other side for Rockwell, Jacob Clark, the junior quarterback. We're going to see him again next year right there in Cotton Bowl Stadium. Um, and he was 20-34, 367 yards, three touchdowns and that interception, but also the other turnovers, a big story. So the Rowlett Eagles able to capitalize on those is another big story as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that, that's just it, like I mentioned before, you know, Rowlett capitalizing on these turnovers, you know, the first turnover that they had, they didn't capitalize on. And, and we kind of looked at yep. each other and was thinking, oh, is this the way it's going to be tonight? But uh, they really buckled down and they just took charge in that second half. You know what? Uh, Clark was throwing the ball all over the place in that first half. And, uh, you know, Rowlett made some great adjustments at halftime. They just put some extra pressure in there. And, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, 
uh, released uh, the linebackers there in the second half and kept him on the run and, and uh, uh, kept pressuring him. Well, they stopped Cameron Creighton, um, which was the guy that had 250 yards and five touchdowns, but they gave it up to, to Jackson Smith, a sophomore, 11 catches, 263 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, so between two guys, they had three touchdowns. Cole Taylor, he had the six-yard touchdown. So in reality, they took the guys that were the big name players from last week, getting all the touches and getting all the yards, and took, you know, really took Clayton out of the game. In reality, only six catches, 66 yards. Yeah, only. <laughs> only. Uh, you know, on, on, an, on an average night, that's, that's a pretty decent night for a lot of receivers. So, you know what? Absolutely. Uh, it, it, we say only because, you know, it, that, that dropped their production, uh, you know, down so much from the week before. But it, it's really, you know, at the next man step up, and that's what uh, that's what happened. Uh, you know what? And that's what's so tough about this, uh, this Yellow Jacket team is that, you know what? If, if, if you focus on somebody, there's going to be somebody else that's going to be open. There's going to be somebody else that's going to step up, and, and that's what they did. Um, and then, you know, it really uh, rallied did the best thing they could to to disrupt that, and and that's start with the quarterback, put pressure on him, and that way he doesn't have time to to set up and throw. And, and same thing on our side, uh, you know, at the quarterback position, pressing we. You know, not you know, not you know, so hugely impressive on the offensive side about throwing the football. Only twelve of twenty-three uh, for one ninety-one. But it was the way that he did it. When he made those throws, they were confidence throws. They were finding the right guys, and they were finding uh, good plays. But then, when it was time for him, he stood in that pocket again, Bill, and then took off on the uh, on the run. Eighteen rushes, ninety-three yards, two touchdowns. He, this is a kid that you know. It kind of reminds me of last year with him, as he had to slowly start, and now he's beginning to pick it up. Now it's time to maintain for him, and this is a good challenge that they get with the Plano Panther or Wildcats this week um, over at John Clark Stadium. Well, and that's one thing that uh, weeks really changed from week one to week two was that in week one he sat in that pocket. He he. Uh, waited for the receivers to open up, and they just weren't opening up. And and uh, he was getting himself in trouble by just sitting there waiting. Here, this uh, last week, you know, he scooted up in that pocket. You know, he saw those holes, and you know, when he scooted up, he either gave t- gave himself time to to get go ahead and get that ball out or run with it. And that's where a lot of his yards came from. Was that he had uh, open opportunities to uh, go right in the, up the middle of the field. And looking at this team as they take on uh, Plano, the Wildcats, at John Clark Stadium. This is a 7.30 kickoff, and really it's not all that far from Rowlett. All you're doing is going up to the 75 and getting off at Spring Creek. So it's not very far. So everybody get on out there. They, they took on a Hebron team. Got a victory, 27 to 26. So they didn't really, you know, you know, bring home week number one. They were knocking the rust off. But week number two against MacArthur. This is the team out of Irvin. They, they beat them pretty well, 49 to 13. So when you got this one here, as far as the Rowlett Eagles are concerned, you got a two and O team coming to you. You wanted to get to two and one and give the Plano Wildcats that same record. What do you think the Rowlett Eagles are going to have to do in this one here against a team that has a lot of different type of looks? 
Well, a Plano team is a team that has always relied on the run, all the way, you know, for years. I mean, uh, Rex Burkhead, which is now with the, the um, oh shoot, he's with the New England Patriots, was um, came out of Plano as a big running back. They've always focused on the run. Last year when they came to uh, uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium, they uh, that was yep. a big focus, and we were able just to shut them down. So, uh, and we forced them to have to throw the ball. So, I think we really need to go in with that same mentality as we did last year. Uh, I think um, on the defense side, you're going to see a lot stronger uh, defense than what we saw with the Yellow Jackets. So, it's it's going to be a matter of, of uh, how we can execute, and if we can uh, limit our turnovers like we did against uh, Rockwell, then I think we're going to be in good shape. Hey, and when you look at that game and you look what you're talking about, the running game, Bill, they had six rushers last week uh, in the game. They rushed the ball 33 times for 272 yards, an average of two yards a carry with six touchdowns. So, you know, obviously when you look at that number, the Rowlett Eagles are going to have to be ready for the run. But the only problem is when you got six guys doing the running, never mind the fact both quarterbacks have been in the game as well, um, the, the Rowlett Eagles are going to have to be ready for just about anything. Well, and that's another thing is when you have a running team like you do with Plano, your the, the clock goes quicker because the co- clock yeah. is constantly running. Um, your uh, amount of uh, possessions are going to come down a couple times. So you you definitely got to produce on uh, when you do have the ball. But uh, when you have six guys that, that can run the ball, you, you know you're, you're definitely looking at a, a team that can shuffle people and keep them keep them uh, uh, healthy and, and uh, uh, rested so that way uh, they can um, uh, you know they can run the ball with us we've keep got to be able to keep them off the field now you yeah, had mentioned keep, they played they played Irving MacArthur yeah they played uh, Irving MacArthur and um, they were up on them pretty quick pretty easily so some of those rushers that you saw in there could have been some a little bit of a mop up yeah, it could have been, but but you and you look at the offensive side of the ball, them throwing the football six times, sixty-seven yards. You know, so you know between you know five wide receivers and only one touchdown. So obviously, like you said, this is a team that's going to focus in on the running game. Um, and so the Eagles' defense is going to have to be right there, but they're going to have to be aware because uh, you know if you leave that one guy open, you're going to give an opportunity for a young quarterback to throw it now. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's the senior. Uh, he was only five of seven last week. You know, five of seven. Um, so you know, a, you know, I hate to say you you really hone in on the rushing game, but in reality, Bill, that can turn around as well really quick. I mean, you know, this one thing about high school: if you find a tendency, the next week they can turn right around and be totally different. Well, and I think part of that is when you focus on a rush. Sometimes the defense, you you kind of uh, sit back and expect the rush, and that's when a, a good offense will um, uh, catch them uh, catch them off guard and and be able to complete those passes. I think uh, in last year's game against Rowlett, uh, we sh- we sh- stuffed the run pretty quickly, uh, and then they were forced to have to pass the ball. And you know, exactly. hopefully that's what we can be looking at this uh, this year is that if we can stuff that run and and keep it minimal minimize it, uh, make them pass, uh, put them outside of their uh, elements. 
Yeah, getting them out of a comfort zone is going to be really key in this game if you're going to get the victory. And, and we talked about it at uh, week number one. You had a tough uh, matchup against uh, Louisville. Then you get the better matchup right here with the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. I, you know, quite possibly we have the better uh, matchup now this week with uh, Plano. I think right now, if I, you know, kind of looking at it, uh, you know, the way we ran the ball is exactly what would happen if Plano met him. So this is probably a team that would have beat Rockwell. So we're getting up there in a little bit of talent, and and uh, so. And that, and that continues even into week number four. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, I've two games left in our, uh, our non-district games. Uh, the competition doesn't get any less. as we got two strong teams coming up. But, you know, you look at that Rockwell team uh, uh, last week. You know, they, they this week they have uh, South Lake Carroll. And then next week they have uh, uh, Tyler John Tyler. So they have some tough games too. But that Rockwell team... You're going to hear about them at the end of the year. I think they're going to be right. I have a feeling you're right. Well, look what they did last year. They made a good run in the playoffs last year. Um, So, you know, you're absolutely right as far as where they're going to be. So, but Eagles, they get Plano next week's Fossil Ridge. Sonny Clark flying solo, possibly. I got an idea who I'll be there. Let people know why Sonny Clark is flying solo. Flying solo? Yeah, uh, next Thursday, aren't you going to be at a different football game, keeping the stats for a certain college football team? Oh no, no, that game's on Saturday. Oh, so I will have the I will oh, have yeah. the eye with me. Oh I yeah, this yeah, no. Thursday, this next Thursday game, you were gonna you you had a, a previous game. Well, then just let everybody know what else you're doing on Saturday. Well, uh, this, is a, um, this is exciting news. I love this. <laughs> you know what? And then my people I work with at my regular job, they're saying, "What don't you do?" Um, I've actually yeah. uh, been asked by uh, by uh, college football uh, um, Texas Westland. Um, out of uh, Fort Worth, uh, they just brought back their football program since 1941. Uh, they wow. brought their uh, football program back, and, and they've asked me to do stats for their games. So I'm up in the press box uh, doing the stats for, for college football. And uh, we had one game this last weekend, first home game since, like I said, 1941. Uh, and every player on it. Uh, is either a sophomore or freshman. As a matter of fact, there's only six players on that team that have any college experience. So uh, we, they expect to take some uh, some lumps this year. But you know what? They played a great game. They you know they they held uh, well and they lost 29-13. So um, I, I'm excited to be part of it and uh, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, you know, it's, uh, hopefully they can pull uh, maybe one or two out this year just to get the program started again. Because I think uh, going in the future they're they're going to be uh, a fun team to watch. Not only that, uh, you know, if you go to the website, if you don't pay to watch, you can listen to the play-by-play. That's not done by me, by the way. Um, but as the, the scores go up, whenever you see the scores move, you know it's Bill Cern on the end. That's what's cool about it for me. I sit there going, ah, Bill, he's, he's putting the numbers. And, and you no know, stranger to that as he did the indoor football uh, for the uh, Texas Revolution for the past five years before I bowed out after four. Um, you know, let people also know what else you do. Now, hey, you know, outside of you know, his regular thing, we don't care about his regular job. We're talking about his sports job. Let people also know what you're going to do starting at the end of February, beginning of March. 
Well, this will be actually my second year. I am actually uh, an offensive assistant coach for uh, the Wichita Falls Nighthawks, which is a uh, indoor football team. And, and uh, you know, last year was my first year doing it. And uh, we had the number one offense in the league. We had, uh, matter of fact, the offensive MVP and, and the league MVP on, from our offense. So uh, I felt like we did really well. You know, the season didn't end the way uh, we wanted to, but we went 12-4, and four and, uh, and I was happy with the season. So uh, coming into this next season, we'll be in a new league, and, and uh, I look forward to having a fun season. And by the way, the folks that don't know, the, the – eagle-eyed Bill Turner, he's kind of a big deal, so watch out for him <laughs> if he mixes around there a little bit more. Congra- by the way, congratulations on that. That's a fun gig right there. I don't care what anybody says. Absolutely. You know, good. Yeah, so uh, enjoy that, and we got a good one here. You know, the Rowlett Eagles, you know, out of district game number three. Uh, you know, I think this is a vital game. I know all of them are vital, but just for the progress for this Rowlett Eagles football team to continually improve, seeing how, you know, it, it was kind of a rough start week number one. Week number two was definitely an improvement. We we need to see that in week number three against these Plano uh, Wildcats over at John Clark Stadium in Plano. Well, and absolutely, and when you're when you're playing against this level of competition, it's only going to benefit you as you uh, get uh, into your district play and then onto the playoffs. So, you know, it, uh, you want to see them. You don't want to see them regress. You want to see them uh, keep progressing and, and get stronger and uh, be more fluid as as the season goes. So, I uh, really look forward to, uh, to this game. And uh, like I said, you know, I think it's going to be a great game. I I, I I'm feel very confident about. Uh, our Rowlett Eagles, especially after seeing what they could do last week against a high-powered offense. Yep, and this is going to be a coaching job to continue on with the positivity that they had in that week number two to go to week number three. So I'm looking forward to this one because why we're in the booth and, you know, unfortunately, even if they lose, a, a, a night in the booth is better than sitting at home and watching you Hulu. So that that right there tells you know it tells you what kind of life I got. But that, at that point, you know it, it's good stuff right out here. Rowlett Eagles taking on the Plano Wildcats over at John Clark Stadium Friday night, seven thirty tonight. As obviously this uh, uh, pregame show is happening Friday morning, ten a.m. So good stuff there, everybody. Yeah, again, it's not that far. Take a thirty-minute your trip head on out over there catch your rowlett eagles in action on friday night light so for this eagle eye filter and i am sonny clark the hardest working oh. man in sports radio yep and we will see you friday night 7 30 on make sure you get on over to the website www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports, and if you go to the game, bring your cell phone, make sure it's charged, and also bring your headphones. You can hear the play-by-play by calling 347-215-7497. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. Go Eagles!
Oh,